What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex. Two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We are so happy that you've joined us for yet another episode, and we hope that you all are enjoying the cooler weather as we enter a new season. One of my favorite seasons at that fall. I mean, every single year when it comes to fall, I just watch the leaves fall and I go on my strolls and I just feel so empowered because I don't know there's just this energy that a new season brings for me you honestly feel like you could be like a children's book of Olivia enjoys fall absolutely Olivia wakes up and sees the trees Olivia goes on a walk and plays with the leaves and it's like keeps going on and on I could totally see it okay poet I know I don't have anything else past those two bars I feel like anyone with the name Olivia definitely read Olivia the pig books and that's pretty much what it was main character energy I mean you said it not me (laughs) I'm so happy to be back because we haven't done a pulse check we haven't done a pulse check in a minute I know and besides these very huge like we moved I'm in a relationship you quit your job like all of these very huge life things yeah but now it feels like ah, we can actually just chill and vibe and get back into the swing of things. So yeah, shall I kick it to you? I What's know. your pulse check looking like? Yeah, we're leaving the I'm chilling behind. Why? Not because of any personal epiphany, but because Olivia personally roasted me over the phone when she asked me how I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm chilling. She's like, I'm sick and tired of you chilling. She was like, there has to be more, more. Give us more. So you won't hear that coming out of my mouth. Don't worry, y'all. You're welcome. (laughs) You did that for the collective? Yes, I did. Yeah. I think the fact that it's almost October is kind of wild to think about. Um, I'm definitely not ready for the new year. And honestly, maybe not even the winter time. Usually I'm not against the winter time and the new seasons but this year feels like I am not ready I just I don't even know what the plan for the holidays and all that stuff so that's kind of like lingering in my back pocket a little bit but it's nice to have a little bit of a break with the weather and just kind of been finding what routine looks like in this new era for myself are you easing into the like not having three jobs at one time. Yeah, I still work a ton. Yeah. So 
I think the other day I went to bed and I was thinking about how I had such a really busy day, but I wasn't tired. And I was like, wow, is this what it feels like to work and not be exhausted by what you do? But like really um, reflective and appreciative of like a good fulfilled day. I was like, I don't think I felt that in like years, which is kind of wild. There's a lot of emotions that come with feeling that and how you handle it. So I don't know. I still know if there's an ease to it, but a lot of information for sure. Well, I love to hear that. She's looking at me because she's like, I haven't heard any of this. (laughs) Well, I love to hear that from you because, I mean, I was just telling Lexi today, I'm like, you work so hard and it really is inspiring. So she quite literally tipped her hat off to me. I did. I did. Um, Well, thank you for sharing. (laughs) My post check is really um, interesting because I just got back from Atlanta Mm -hmm. and I was able to celebrate my best friend getting engaged. And so that was really cool. My childhood friend. And birthday. And birthday. You have so many Virgos mm-hmm. in your life. Yes. And we're I didn't even mention we're no longer in Virgo season. Shout out to the Libras. We love you. We see you sending kisses <laughs> um, to your beautiful souls. But I, while I was in Atlanta, I started looking into alternative medicine and different hobbies. And so... Right now, I've just been in a kick of learning about this ancient Indian holistic system of medicine called Ayurveda, and it's been really just grounding me, one, in my lifestyle choices, but it's also just been pulling me to learn more about the system, and I just, it's always so nice to have that dopamine rush of finding something new and being interested in it and wanting to consume everything, so I've gotten like three books on it, and uh, it just really empowers me to heal myself um, yeah. on my own because yeah. if anyone has ever had to go to the doctor recurringly, right, we know how exhausting it can be to not get the right answers or not get answers that actually end up healing your body. And so I've been taking matters into my own hands and it's just been really uh, like fun and and nice to to have something new to learn about. I personally love when you take a deep dive into these topics Mm because the way that you just light up and to like you said it it shaping and kind of coming at a really great time too so I'm excited for this journey for you Uh, and I'm sure some of the girlies are like wait I want to know more absolutely so I'm excited for you to share what this journey's been y'all know I'm gonna come with all the information (laughs) when I got it Because we share over here. Sharing is caring over here. Well, I think this is exciting to be able to do like a meaningful check-in and like you or meaningful pulse check, like you said, and where we're at in the year. Because I don't think that we're alone in looking at the calendar and being like, whoa, where has time flown? Also, all of this information, like you said, of what we've been experiencing through the year and how do we make meaning of it. And so I know we always talk about how we come back to these conversations of, you know, investing in ourselves and taking time to rest. And we're always talking about resets and mind, you know, mindfulness and things like that. And so I'm excited because we get to dive a little bit deeper in that idea of what does it look like to embark on a reset 
no matter what point of the year we're in, you know, we don't have to hold these new year's resolutions over our head by any means, but how do we take that information of, yeah, where are we in this year and how are we feeling about it? So I'm excited to have this conversation about resets and creating like really meaningful, deep lifestyle changes. Absolutely. Me too, because I think it is also around this year that most of us start checking in with ourselves and asking ourselves, what are we holding on and what do we want to release as we're entering a new year and as we have three months or so left of the year? And I think it's really important to ground us in figuring out and really understanding like when would we actually need a reset and why is it even important to have a reset? Mm -hmm. For me, I know that most of us in our 20s, we find ourselves in positions where we feel burnt out or like we're still in relationships that have run its course Mm. and or oftentimes we're just directionless. Like we don't know where to go. And I experienced that very much so throughout this year where I was like the lack of clarity, don't know which direction to go into. And I'm in need of a reset and I'm, I know I'm about to like reach a new chapter of my life, but I, it feels so blurry. Like I can't see Mm -hmm. what it looks like. And that's when I feel like I knew that it was important for me to figure out in what spaces I would like to be in going forward and what do I want to cultivate also within like daily habits and and things like that and so I think just starting off with that question of what does a reset look like and when do we actually know we need a reset yeah I really appreciate you talking about the deep introspection that's associated with that Because I think sometimes we can get lost in that a reset is just like a spring cleaning or, you know, a fall spruce, you know, we're changing out the wardrobes, we're finding all the winter fashion and okay, I think I'm going to deep clean my house real quick. That is a reset for sure. But what we're talking about here in terms of a reset is like you said, an introspective inventory and uh, a mindfulness of sitting with yourself and asking really deep critical questions about how has it felt to move through your life? Where have we seen practices or things that you enjoyed? Where did we feel like a lack of clarity or certainty around our life? And how did that make us feel? Or what health experiences have we, you know, gone through or endeavored? And what's our relationship to movement? You know, we're talking about the culmination of asking ourselves those questions, prompting the beginning of that reset. So I appreciate you really shining a light on that bird's eye view of what a reset means. And I think that it holds a lot of value Because when you take an inventory of all of that information, then you have a repository to really ask yourself, now, what do I want to do with this? Absolutely. And I get really excited about that process. I know some people get really daunted by that, just as much as it would be daunting to like redo your wardrobe or clean your house. Like it's not people's favorite thing to do. But I'm like, yes, let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. And so I would say going off of your point that there are probably five spaces in which you would really need to understand what you would like to release and what you'd like to dive deeper into. So going forward. 
get your pens and paper, go to the notes app. You're going to want to write this one down. Go ahead. Spit facts. Okay. So we know that there's the physical element to it. Mm -hmm. So how energized do I feel to move my body? Do I feel like I'm moving my body enough? Do I feel like I can switch up the ways that I'm moving my body? Like how do I feel on an energetic physical level? Um, There's an emotional level to it. And that's really about that introspective understanding of, do I feel depleted? Mm -hmm. You know, am am I going through a depressive season? Mm -hmm. Am I feeling anxious to anxious, you know, just asking yourself questions that really dive into the deeper emotional aspects of, of the reset that you're looking for. Um, there is a spiritual component to it. Mm -hmm. If you are religious or spiritual, it's really about asking yourself, like, am I, do I feel close to God in this season? Do I want to get closer to God? Do I want to reshape my understanding of God? Um, really diving deeper into your relationship with yourself and the source creator universe, God, however you identify. There is a communal aspect to it where it's like, do I feel connected to my friends? Do I want to cultivate more intentional time for me and my friend to hang out? Do mm-hmm. I feel like I've outgrown my friends? And then also the mental component to it. Do I feel like I'm challenging myself? Do I feel like I'm challenged at work? Mm-hmm. And I feel like having that framework of those five elements of being able to write out in which areas do I feel excited and which areas do I feel depleted will help you. And I learned about this, the five element piece when I was doing the artist way journey by Julia Cameron. She had an exercise in there. I think she gives out like different tasks each week. And that was one of the tasks where you had to figure out at what, um, within which element did you feel like you could work on and Mm. kind of evaluating your relationship to it? Because it really does if even one of them is off, it's going to impact your ability to show up in the world, to feel creative, to feel yourself. And within each season of our life, we think that, oh, if we go back to this version of ourselves and we do the same things that the, my 2020 version did to reset that it's going to work in 2023. And we have to constantly be thinking about the different things we can do to feel good and, and be better because we're we've outgrown ourselves if we're constantly looking into the past comparing what worked then absolutely I think that probably resonates with a lot of folks listening because of what you alluded to earlier of navigating your 20s is such a diverse terrain Mm. (laughs) right like you have seasons of like you said maybe experiencing a lot of stagnant you know, stillness, no progress, and then rapid change. And in six months, your world's flip turned upside down, right? And you never really know what you're on the precipice of. And so I know I've had uh, times and eras in my life where these practices that I thought helped bring me back to myself, because all of this, like you said, is so that not only are you aligned and integrated within yourself, but that it allows you to be your most present and authentic self. Because when we do show up present and mindful of our surroundings, that's when we channel our most, you know, brightest light is the only way I can think about it. When you're living in your purpose, when you are in a quality relationship with the world around you and the people around you, and that's really the goal. So like you said, if one of those is off, then we might not be doing that in the way that we intended to, which I think is why it's so important. 
But I know I found myself at a time where exercising and running used to be like my name of the game. And I was in a season where when I tell you that was not hitting and it was actually hurting me, like I wasn't enjoying it and my knees were in pain, like all of this. And it really was a information of saying, I'm not who I was two years ago where that was my release. That was my practice. And I think sometimes we struggle to let go of those things. And I feel like that's a whole nother conversation, but I love that series of questions because it can get you to the information to say, how do we pivot? How do we adjust? And how do we kind of create a new system and a new practice? Yeah. I, I love that anecdote because it really makes me stress to y'all the importance of not judging yourself as you're in the midst of change and not judging yourself when you feel directionless Mm. because you could have used that opportunity to keep trying and to keep doing something that's not feeding your spirit that you need to just kind of like your body's teaching you that you need to embrace a different sort of exercise or movement or maybe you just need to be still you know but like if I personally I get caught up in that space where I'm constantly just hitting at myself like we used to be here I know what you're capable of why aren't we hitting the same benchmark and that I feel like is the antithesis of what we're trying to get y'all to understand which is really embracing whatever season you're in and y'all if you've been listening to the podcast throughout this year and even maybe prior you know that my career sector has been an area of I need a reset. (laughs) I don't know what the heck is going on, but I am not here for whatever this is. Right. And I've just been like ferociously (laughs) trying to figure out what the next step is going to be. And there have been a lot of things that have fallen through the cracks because of the fact that I'm so quick and I'm trying to reset this in a, in a, energy that is not actually grounded that is not aligned aligned with what season I'm supposed to be and sometimes we are just like in our waiting season and we just have to wait for things to clear yeah and it is important yes to be proactive about figuring out what how you'd like to reset in your life but sometimes when it gets to that very impatient ferocious energy of like I need to figure this out today like I need to call everyone today, then it becomes counterproductive. And so what I would suggest to people that are also in that space is really just paying it, starting to pay attention to what things light you up. Yeah. Like I was saying, I started to learn about alternative medicine a week ago and now I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. Like I want to learn more about this, like figuring out the places that light you up Mm -hmm. and deplete you, figuring out the things that you eat that make you bloated, like they're all clues to your success and figuring out what you need to release Mm -hmm. um, while taking inventory into the next season. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. The helpful framing for me, I like your language of it's all clues to, you know, finding where you're already aligned in your life or where there might be that tension and resistance. And for me, I always say it's the information. It's all information. And then we have to make meaning of it. We have to sit down and be intentional of, okay, if this is what I'm eating and it's making me feel bad, 
then what are we going to do about that? And how do we use the culmination of the insights across all of those five elements that you're asking people to really consider? And I think that for me then is when we get to have a really beautiful question about the sustainable practices and lifestyle that we build based off of that. Mm. Because if the goal is to be integrated and, and aligned and purpose-driven and mindful and present in our life, then we need something that spans that dynamic, you know, that is that dimensional as we are. And so we want to create something that we can come back to that does support us, that evolves with us. That's more than just these one-off actions that after a few months, they tend to falter or, you know, aren't sustainable because they're so extreme and not really anything that we're interested in. And the irony for me is in that quest of finding what an integrated, sustainable practice and system is for you, I think we find the most beautiful frameworks and shifts of our relationship to these things, to movement, to our emotions, to our community, and those become the pillars of our lifestyle. And I just hope that people spend time and find that insight, and just like you're saying, following their joy and following what gets you excited. I think my offering to folks too is just to trust the intuition and trust the information that you're being provided and interacting with because how you make meaning is going to be also driven chiefly by you. And so you have to kind of do the work to trust yourself so that when you do feel that spark of joy, you can follow that and not turn away from yourself. And that's on that. I literally get so tingly hearing you speak about that. That intuition word, Mm y'all. Intuition, discernment, this idea of trusting yourself. Sometimes I feel like we have to build up trust within ourselves to even be able to step into this space of cleansing. Mm -hmm. Because when you trust yourself and you're able to discern whether or not you've outgrown certain communities, outgrown a job, outgrown a habit. Like you're able to move forward with this level of confidence that I feel like is only possible if you trust yourself. Mm -hmm. And so maybe what we should work on if we're afraid of, completely cleansing everything which you have already said we don't have to do at one time yeah it's no polar you know (laughs) it we can make small steps to do Mm -hmm. but if we're afraid of making that small step then maybe it's again time to turn inward and figure out new ways that we can trust ourselves and build confidence so that we know that we are our own biggest cheerleader and that we are more than capable of bringing in all the crops and ideas exactly. and opportunities that we, you know, are destined for and is already ours. And it doesn't matter what time in the year that you do that. So I hope that there are folks who are listening that this feels very timely and apt as we are entering into a new season and we are making a transition and sometimes we can leverage that seasonal transition to again already go inward and the cold cozy weather tends to support that anyway but I'm hoping that other folks are committed to not only doing that mindful introspection and 
getting back in touch with themselves, but also thinking about how do then do we commit to creating sustainable lifestyle systems and practices that can continue to bring us back to our body, bring us back to our mind, bring us back to our soul, and bring us back to the community. Couldn't have said it better, y'all. And I'm so excited to be on this journey with you all. And we'll continue sharing our journey as we continue to go deeper and deeper into this season of hibernation. Mm-hmm. Figuring out what things that we'd like to bring into the new year. Yeah. So with that being said, peace, love, blessings. We will see you guys next episode. Take care. Take care, y'all. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the key keys. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.